Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. I'm freaking out right now, you guys. Well, I have Danielle from 90 Day Fiance on the show. Hi. This is amazing. Hi. Hi. You're like a celebrity <laughs> to me. That's hard to believe. I never thought in a million years that I would be known worldwide. You, when you I went freaking on the show. are. Like, you, you are 90 Day Fiance, like, historic human being. This is just <laughs> so exciting. And if, if we can remember from... I mean, wait, I feel like you've been on so many 90 Day Fiance shows, but we yeah. got to go back to the original season when we first met Muhammad. Yeah. But before that, like, what was your life like before you met him? I was just working and raising my kids before I met him. And then, so you, you were in Ohio, you've always been there. Were you dating? Like what made you think I got to get on an, in, on, in a chat room kind of thing? I was just getting on a chat group just to meet, meet more people locally. And he just messaged me. So it wasn't an international chat room. It was like a local chat room. It was um, a meet me. Okay. So then why was he in it? That's really weird. He just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. That's the most bizarre thing ever. He wanted to meet people yeah. from Ohio. Okay, cool. If you can remember back to the first conversation, like what, what were they like? Did he initiate it? He, that's the thing. People think I initiated yeah. it. It was him. He initiated the conversation. Wow. Because even for the longest time, I kept just saying, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> Because right off the bat, he told me his age and I'm like 25. No, mm -mm. no, no, no. <laughs> but then was it romantic from the get go or did it just grow into that? It just grew into that. Okay. We started off talking just like, hi, how are you? And then it went to, hi, how are you? How's your day? What happened at work and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, did you have your profile picture so you could see what each other looked like? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So at what point did romance start happening for either of you? It was like maybe four or five months into it. Oh, wow. It was a while because <laughs> his age was a big issue for me. Of course. Yeah, it was. It was the biggest issue because I kept telling him, no, you're 25. And he's like, age is just a number. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Then I started changing my outlook when he said that. And we we started video chatting a month after we started talking. So it was like. And how like how long were your video chats? Like hours or? They were anywhere from an hour to a couple hours. It just all depend if he was at work or what. And obviously the time difference and stuff like that. Yeah. When I started talking to him, he was living in Cutter. Oh, okay. And that's like eight hours time difference. Right. And then you went to visit him. You went yeah. to Tunisia. I didn't go to Tunisia. The show that I went to Tunisia. <laughs> that's why I was like, so then how, why did you go to Tunisia if he wasn't living there? Okay, that makes sense. I went to Cutter to see him. So you went to Cutter. Like, did he say, 
I want you to to come visit me or were you like, I, I need to meet you or how did that he, start? He asked if I would come and visit him. Okay. Because that's when, about the time he started asking if I'd come and visit him is when it started turning romantic. And how, so that was what, the, the same kind of five months in, maybe six months in? Yeah. yeah. How long were you there? As there, it's supposed to be like almost a month, but my request off for work got cut and denied. So I could only stay two weeks. It was like two and a half weeks. It was. Okay. We have a Facebook question from Steph Walton who said, uh, what was Muhammad like when she said when she went to Tunisia, which we know isn't true, but, uh, you had said he was nicer. Like how, how did he treat you at that point? Um, he was, he did, we went out to like, we would go out every other night to do something. And then we would go like one night we went to the movies. One night we went to the mall, walked around one night. We went to play pool and bowling and stuff like that. Um, the second night I was there, we went for a walk around the apartment complex. We did where we were staying at and I sort of gave him a heart attack when we went back because I wasn't used to the heat. I, I bet it's so hot. Oh my it gosh. It was like 120 there and I had went and took a shower and when I was in the shower, my blood pressure like dropped and um, I went into the bedroom to lay down and he knew something was up and he came in there and he was going to take me to the hospital. I believe I it. No, I just need to relax and calm down and stuff like that. So he cared. He was like a yeah, he cared. And he, he, he cooked every time, every night, but one night I cooked. Yeah. And like, did you hold hands and like cut? Yeah, I don't we know. Hold, we held hands and stuff like that. One day he, didn't go to work and we were just goofing off wrestling and we danced in the living room and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really get a full picture of like how romantic your relationship really was before yeah. this whole process. So you definitely felt like he loves me. Yeah. 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 Did he say he loved you on that trip? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He always told me in messages and things that he loved me and he was going to be my husband and stuff like that. So did that freak you out at first? Yeah, it did. <laughs> because I never thought a younger guy. <laughs> wow. I mean, okay. So then while you were on that trip, is that when you started talking about the K-1 visa process? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about the K-1 visa. We talked about my finances and everything like that. Because I mean, there was days when we just stayed in and that's all we did was talk and watch TV together. So then this whole argument that you didn't tell him about your financial situation, was that not true? Technically? It wasn't true. Ah. No. And why the show brought that in was because I had lost my job. Ah, yeah. And it was like a month, a month before I found another one. So I was already okay. after I lost my job a month behind on bills and then you don't get paid for a couple of weeks. So then it's six weeks before you can start paying stuff again. Lord have mercy. But then, okay. So, so you go back to the U S how often were you and him like talking on the phone? Was it a daily thing? It was anywhere from five to six days a week that we were talking, video chatting, even we even text through messenger and stuff like that. But most of the time it was video chat. Okay, wait, I need to know the time frame. So five months in, you go see him. We, 
We started talking December of 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah, this helps. Um, we started video chatting January of 2013. Okay. Um, I decided to go over there like March or April of 2013. I went over in July 2013. We filled out for the K-1 October 2013. Mm-hmm. And he finally got his visa April of 2014 and he arrived May 2014. Wow, that's such a long time for that visa to go through. Yeah, they had us in administrative processing from February till April. Oh, and then in that time you you didn't get to see him in person until he got to the US. No, I wanted to go over because cuz even too people don't know that when we first filled out for his visa and September, October, right. we had to make a decision in December whether for him to apply for his visa to stay in Doha okay. or to go back to Tunisia. Well, we decided for him to go back to Tunisia because we didn't think it would take that long. And it freaking so, did. And it did. So he luckily he saved enough money to live on and he stayed with his family when he went back to Tunisia. Okay. And then it was like the last two weeks I had to send him some money to help him out and it was like (laughs) yeah hindsight is so fun isn't it and then the day that we did get the visa I was watching and I was reading on this site called visa journey (laughs) and they said that anytime there's a like a change because you could look up what your status is right and it says that something might be happening and the day before there was a different change on the notification. So I thought it might've gotten approved, but then I didn't. And I went to work the next morning and he was trying to call me. And at first he joked saying we didn't get it. I I started crying. So when I started crying, he's like, just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So at that, basically by the time he got to the U S you had been together for over a year by that point. Yeah. So it wasn't like you knew each other for two months and no, no, it was a long, and that's something that they don't tell in the show. No, it's like, you don't really get obviously cause they're covering so many couples. You don't get a full idea of like how yeah. these relationships started. Yeah, you don't. And so then people think that you just went out and just met someone and decided I know. to move over. Yeah. And it's not like that because Part of the visa, you have to be together at least two years prior to filling out. And you have to go at least meet them at least once. And you have to show that ongoing correspondence between each other. Because we submitted photos. We submitted my airline tickets, my passport, messages back and forth. You had to prove you were in a legitimate relationship. Yeah. Well, then how did you get cast on the show? (laughs) That was sort of like a joke. (laughs) Me and my coworkers at the job that I worked at, we watched the first season and they knew I was in a relationship with him. And they're like, we should fill out for you. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're going to fill out for me, I want to fill out for myself. So I got the email and sent it to him. And I sent a couple pictures, gave him a little bit of backstory. Mm -hmm. And then they emailed back wanting more pictures and more backstory And then like the third email, they wanted to do a Skype interview with me. Then the fourth time it was a Skype interview with both of us. And then finally they picked us. 
Well, was Muhammad receptive to the idea of you going on this show? At first, he wasn't. Okay. And then I told him that we would get paid for it. And then that sort of helped him. But then as it kept going and going, he just did not like it anymore. Obviously, you believed that you guys were really in love at that yeah. time. When you told, I don't know, friends and family about Muhammad and about what you were doing, I'm sure people questioned whether this was legit or not. Yes, they did. And how did that did that frustrate you? Did you feel like you had to defend your relationship? Yes, I constantly felt like I had to defend our relationship. I remember one time there was a post where a bunch, me and a bunch of family members were going at it because someone had made a comment about a terrorist and that just set me off. Oh. I have been to a Muslim country and they're not terrorists. That's so they're annoying. Not. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> they're, they're not. Well, at that point, if you can think back, did you ever consider this could be a scam? No, no, because of how caring and loving he was during our conversations and when I went to see him and stuff like that. Then he gets the, the day that he's flying to the U.S., which I remember was very stressful because you couldn't get a hold of him. You couldn't yeah. find him at the airport. Like, where the heck was he? I don't know. Lost <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> what happened was his flight had came into New York. Well, he had left Tunisia, went to Turkey, then Turkey to New York. And when he got to New York, he had to go from one airport to the other. Oh, Lord. Wow. Okay. Of all places, New York, at that time, the money exchanges weren't open at night no oh my word i didn't know he had to switch airports yeah that sucks yeah so he could not get no american money and during the night i had received a phone call well it was the taxi that was going to take him to the other airport and they said he didn't have no money well they wouldn't let me talk to him what? so i couldn't tell him that what i was going to do so he, the taxi driver ended up taking him back to the original airport. And luckily, he found someone that spoke Arabic. And that person agreed to take him to the airport for his Tunisian money. And once he got over here, crossed the ocean, his phone quit working. Oh, well, that's normal, I guess. Yeah. Side note, how, how does he speak such good English? He's, he's learned, taught himself. Wow. By the internet and stuff. But he knows um, French, oh, wow. Arabic, and English. And I think there's one more that he knows, too. So you, you take him home. He, he moves in with you and, and your, your kids. How was it at first? Did it go back to the way it was when you visited him? Or from the get-go, was it just different? No, we had good moments too but the show only showed bad terrible moments. moments yeah yeah um right the week after he got here we had a family cookout with all my family and he was helping cook and everyone was just getting along and stuff like that hmm. um there was one night me and the girls had pizza with him that they filmed never showed that <laughs> yeah so that's frustrating like, yeah so it they made it look like it was bad the whole time. And it wasn't. There was good times. As too. someone who's been on reality TV, I get that. I know that. <laughs> that happens. 
Chloe LaPointe said, at what point did she ever feel like her and Muhammad were not compatible? If, if ever, maybe. I felt we were good, but I think what went wrong was the financial stress, the financial problems for me losing my job. And then you factor into the show. And then you have female fans that start messaging and trying to see if they'll respond. It just went downhill with all those factors. And I mean, was that fairly soon? I mean, it seems like at least on the show that that happened within at least the first 30 days of him being there. Um, the financial stuff happened towards the, like after we were married a little bit after we were married. Yeah. But then once the show start started to air and, and all the fans started playing a role and trying to lure him with saying they were better for him and offering him money and trips and stuff. I mean, I, I admit it. If someone was offering me trips, I'd, I'd say, try yeah, sure. Too. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a recollection of the wedding day itself did he actually go see that lawyer on your wedding day? So put him up to that. <laughs> okay. I it, I didn't think he would be that silly. No, the show put him up. But to was that. it legitimate that 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 day you didn't know whether he was going to go through with it or not? Yeah, because of what because of the money issues we were starting to have and then he wasn't for sure because the show they sort of plant seeds in your mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they were like planting in mine. Is he good? Is he going to stay and stuff like that? Then they were planting in his if he if he's going to stay because I have money issues and stuff like that. So then he started thinking more instead of us coming together and communicating. He was getting in his head. Yeah. Ooh, here's an interesting question. Sarah Yasser said, did she ever convert to Islam? No, I never converted. And he never pushed me to. He said it was all my choice, which I was researching more mm-hmm. and trying to learn more about Islam. Were you were you open to it? Like, had that ever happened? Was that something you would be interested in doing? Yeah, if I would have learned more about yeah. it. Well, then wedding day actually happens. He says, I'm going to go through with it. The officiant says, you may kiss the bride. And he says, I can't kiss because of something. First off, did he tell you before the ceremony that that was something he couldn't do? Yeah, I knew before the ceremony. And I knew this because when I went to see him, it was during Ramadan. Ah. And I've experienced Ramadan before. And I know that during the daytime, they can't do certain kinds of things. And yeah, so I knew it. So everyone else probably didn't know it and thought it was yeah. strange. Okay. Yeah. Well, the show, at least if I can remember, had never shown you to kiss even up to that point. Like, did, were you guys romantic up until the wedding? Yeah. Okay. So it just never showed and people thought, oh, it's yeah. weird that he never wants to kiss her. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you get married. How long did it take him to get his green card? He did not get his green card until September 2015. So a couple months after. Because we got married July of 2014. And then he got his green card September 2015. Shit, that takes a long time. Mm -hmm. How was the marriage 
I mean, obviously, if, if you're a fan of the show, which everybody is, he, right after getting his green card, basically runs. Yeah. But up until that point, was your marriage solid? It wasn't solid. We had issues like any other couple and stuff. And I think, too, a lot, some of the other issues was he was depressed a little bit, too, yeah. because of being here, not being able to work. Because he he has always worked since I've known him. Okay. And they're not allowed to work when until they get their working permit. So, so basically, we we head in, he disappears. I mean, for the most part, you're like literally having to, to chase him around yeah. Ohio. Like, was he answering text messages or phone calls or, or anything like that? Not, well, right off the bat, he was for a little bit, but he was get he was angry and stuff like that because we had a, like a major blowout before he took off. And it was because I had found a receipt from where some woman sent him some money and I was questioning him about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. So as my family watches the show all the time and we just have some like generic questions about the K one. So like you get Mm -hmm. married, you get your green card. I mean, if he were to disappear, it just seems crazy that he wasn't just automatically deported anyway. Like, do you have to meet a certain time frame? Like, why could he get away? With he wasn't deported because um, he already had the two-year green card. Okay, so once it's and two once years, they get that, it's harder to deport. So he probably waited right for the two-year mark and then said, "Okay, I'm good." Yeah. Before yeah. before you got married and you brought him to the U.S., did had he ever been to the U.S.? No. Did he talk about like really wanting to move there, like it was his dream? No, because at first, when we first started talking about coming together, he asked me to move there. Oh. See, and people don't know that either. Okay. And the only reason I did not move there was because of my kids. Because at the time, I did not have a court order with my kids' father. So they're in my custody. And I guarantee if I would have took them out of the country, that's when I would have had a court order. So was, I'm trying to remember the, the order of the shows was happy, happily ever after first, or was the, what's the other one? Um, it was 90 day, the regular 90 days. Yes. That was first, then happily, which is when they decided to do happily after my Muhammad season, because there was so much drama. Oh, I mean, how could they miss out on such a great opportunity, (laughs) which is when at that point you had had a, you said you had a boyfriend that lived six hours away. He doesn't. He's no longer, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and then Muhammad is is still traveling everywhere and doing all his things. And you guys are occasionally arguing about like his social media use. You Didn't you also feel like you had lost your family because of him? Yeah. Why did you feel that way? It put a strain on me and my family's relationship because where he had called the police on my son because some of my son had gotten into it and everyone was upset. He did that. And then they were upset because he was going off on trips and leaving me at home. And yeah, so it upset. Like, where was he going? What was he doing? He was, he went to New York a couple of times. He went to Nevada. The times that he went to New York and Nevada, he was with a woman. Wait, uh, diamond. What, What was her name? No, this Someone was else. a New York 
woman named Corinne. This is wild. Yeah. But she she was rich and she was offering me money. And, and so he said, yes, please, I will oblige. No. Then you do the Where Are They Now show. Yeah. Which, side note, you continue to do these shows. Like, what made you continue to do them? I'm, I'm just curious. I continue to participate in the shows because I've had a lot of women come to me and tell me their stories. So I feel like if I can tell my story and help another woman, mm -hmm. then it's worth it. Well, and then this was the season to me that was just explosive. So all the time he was saying, wow, woe is me. I've been so disrespected by women that he was done with your marriage. I mean, it, he acts like life was just really horrible for him. Yeah. Was it? No. Okay. No. And then... By the time he left, I think you would agree probably that he did not give the marriage his all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt, I felt like if you really love someone and you truly want to be here with them, you will give it your all down to every last, you will try counseling, doing a trial separation. Did you try any of those things? No. Did you ask him to? I did ask him for counseling and we went to one session, but that was it. Well, the, uh, I remember very well the Louisa girl that he up and moved to Miami for, which was a very interesting storyline. Where did Muhammad find her? On the internet. He, he's an internet <laughs> she fan. Seen, she was a fan. She was a fan. All the women that have appeared with him or he's met have came from the internet. They watched the show. Oh my gosh. Oh, I would be like, creeped out by that. I'd be like, you only like me because didn't he say at one point, like, oh, all these girls I got rid of because I found out they wanted me for TV. Yeah. I'm like, what else yeah. did you think they wanted? Yeah, that was on more than the happily ever afters when he came to Ohio to meet up with me. He said all these women, all they wanted was to be on TV with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do remember also that there was like on social media, some people were saying that like Muhammad had gotten people pregnant, things like that. Like, did you put any, did you think there was truth to those things? Did, did those rumors hurt your relationship even more? Those hurt our relationship even more, especially the pregnancy one, yeah. because the person that was saying it was the person he went to see in New York. So it's like, who am I going to believe? So this is Corinne or whatever. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And she would never show no proof. She would never show no pregnancy test, no ultrasound. She just kept saying she was pregnant. Did you message her and say like, hey, I need to know. Like, are you legit yeah. pregnant? Yeah. Wow. I guess the, the biggest, uh, I don't know, conflict in your marriage was annulment versus divorce. Um, you wanted the annulment, which... Uh, essentially means that the marriage didn't exist, right? Yeah. Which would have a better chance of him being deported. Deported, yeah. Did you think kind of at the beginning, like, well, if you're not going to be with me, then you don't deserve to be here kind of thing? Yeah, because I was hurt. I was hurt because of the way he was treating me and because of everything that was going down, I was hurt. And you do stuff when you're hurt. Uh, of course. Oh, random question. Whatever happened to Gabriel? 
we actually still talk. <laughs> we do. He was like, you guys went rollerblading or whatever, and then we never heard from him again. And he was such a we nice still guy. Talk. Okay. We still talk. He wants to be with me, but I have an issue with that. He's still legally married, even oh. though his wife aren't together. And I know how the internet trolls are. They would dig it up, and then I would be harassed about being with a married man. So, so I told it. I keep telling him. You're married. I'm not going to date you. I gotta, I, that has to be a red flag for me. I got to, that's a boundary. Yep. So you were like set on annulment. Uh, even Muhammad came back to Ohio from Miami when he found out you were doing the annulment because of course he had to be nice to you. Yeah. And then you had that talk at Tom's house where at least to me, it seems like you were kind of bullied into dropping the annulment. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, I do agree with that because I felt like no one was listening to me. And Tom was definitely taking Muhammad's side. Like yeah. he was not, he was taking his side. He was very <laughs> biased <Yeah. laughs> for a marriage counselor or whatever he was. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, Muhammad had, had kind of promised you, if you drop the annulment, I will be your friend, right? Mm-hmm which didn't happen. No, because after he went back to Florida, he quit answering my texts and stuff like that. Ultimately though, I have to ask, like, why did you want to be his friend at that time? Because I figured, because we went through this thing together. So we're always going to be connected because of the TV show and going through the visa process. And because I'm, technically the one that got him he's the here, reason so. or you're the reason he's here yeah yeah hmm. so and then you go to Miami which was fiery and feisty ultimately why did you go to Miami I went to Miami because I wanted to talk to him and see what was actually up because I kept seeing pictures of him with Louisa on boats and stuff like that and it's like He's still married to me, but he's down there running around like he's a free man. Did it feel good to watch the clips of Louisa, like realizing that Muhammad was kind of a jerk? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jessica Price wanted to know what all was in the binder that she confronted Muhammad with in Miami. There was affidavits that me, Beth, my sister, my kids had all signed. There was photos of him with other the other women. There was receipts where he's gotten money from other people. Well, other women. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah all kinds of stuff in that binder. And then I'm I'm sure at that point he calls the police. I didn't put it all together. People were sending me and my friend Beth stuff, and sent, people were sending my sister stuff. Everyone became like, like the FBI, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, it seems like you were team annulment again. Once you realize yeah. like, yeah, he is using me for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the tell all, which was, I mean, he was definitely the villain of the tell all for sure. He talked about like your lady parts and private stuff that I'm sure you never thought he would bring up. No, I never thought he would bring up. I never thought he would discuss it on national tv i was hurt when he did that i'm sure that you felt horrible at that moment yeah it was like really painful to watch and he's you know at that point then everyone's like i'm gonna beat you up blah, 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 blah. that was rough yeah it was 
and I kept debating whether to go to because I kept telling Sharp the production company that I didn't want to go. I didn't want to come because really? I knew it was going to be bad and stuff like that. And they assured me that it was going to be okay, that they they were going to have a psychiatrist there or therapist and that there was going to be security there because that's when they started having security there. <laughs> oh, I mean, you guys were sitting on different couches, like from the get go, they were really trying to make it dramatic. Yeah. Had you talked at all at that point? No. Wow. Did you feel like ultimately most people were team Danielle or team Muhammad? I think after that tell all, I think a lot of people were team Danielle because of the way what he did on the tell all. Yeah, that was that was not a good move for like I'm I'm just I guess I wonder what he thought he was going to gain from that, like exposing private, you know. I don't know, but I think he was getting frustrated too because all the other cats were gaining up on him too. So he was like, well, I need to do something here. Probably. I'm just going to expose sexual information, which is very bizarre. Well, a lot of people wanted to know, and you've, you've talked about this, why you've kept Muhammad's last name. I kept it because, um, I have, if anyone that's ever been married and has gone through it, through changing your name, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Well, once you've changed your IDs and all that stuff, your passport, your social security card, and then you got to change all the utility bills, your credit cards and all kinds of stuff. And I have like, I'm a STNA, a state tested nursing assistant to replace that's $25. My school ID is $25. A passport's $150. Just to change a last name. Yeah, just change a last name. (laughs) Has Muhammad ever said anything about you keeping his last name? He does not care one way or another. You ultimately got divorced. You did not do an annulment. Yeah. You didn't really get what you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) When we went to court... They took Muhammad and my lawyer went back into the room to the judge and the judge asked Muhammad some questions and Muhammad said he would fight it if I did an annulment. And then my lawyer came out and talked to me and said, ultimately, if I went through with the annulment, it could take months and months and probably years to do it and prove it. And even then the judge could overturn it and just do a divorce anyways. And I would be out all kinds of money because I would have to keep paying my lawyer. I would have to pay for filing stuff because Muhammad had no lawyer and he didn't know anything about filing stuff. So it could have kept getting postponed and postponed. That's probably like, I guess the right decision. Cause even yeah. then if it happens and you spend all this money, like maybe there's even no guarantee that he would be deported anyway. Yeah. How does it feel knowing that, you know, you brought him into this country and he's here living his life and he's not with you? Does that, does that bother you at all? Now that I'm healed and I went through it, it don't bother me no more. He's just living his life. He's just living his life. He's working. He has not required my assistance at all. Well, here's what's, um, I live in Austin, Texas. I hear he lives in Austin, Texas. He used to. Okay. All right. He I didn't moved, know this, but <laughs> yeah, he moved last fall to Chicago. Ah, 
He's just a little nomad. Cool. Yeah. In the recent, there's like this 90 Day Fiance self-quarantined thing. You've talked about how you are both working towards a friendship, right? You and him. So from what I gather, you guys hadn't talked in a long time. And then he just up and chats you and says, yo, what's how are you doing? That's how it happened. Okay. And she took his side and she continues to bash me and bring up stuff from four years ago. It's like, come on, person, move on. Okay. Yeah. Everyone else has moved on. You need to move on. So I talked to him, tried to get her to, because he's still friends with her, tried to get him to talk to her, to tell her to settle down and just stop it and move on. And so we talked from last June to August, and then he just stopped talking to me all together after August. So I had not heard from him since last August. Then all of a sudden in February, out of the blue, I get a hi, how are you? And I wasn't for sure who it was. Like on Facebook or something or a text or? It was a text. <laughs> and I didn't have his phone number saved. I got rid of it. And so I went to his fan page because I thought it looked familiar, but I wasn't for sure because he has his phone number on his fan page. And sure enough, it was him. He really does? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a like a Google number or something it is. Well, I mean, how how's that going? Like, does that make you feel good that you're to be friends with him? Yeah, it does. But it don't it don't bother me one way or another if he continues to talk to me or not, because I'm just to the point where I don't care no more. How much are you guys talking? It's been like once or twice a week. Huh. I talked to him Saturday. We were talking back and forth for like an hour. And then he messaged me Sunday because they're trying to get him to film for self-quarantine. Does he want to? I, he was debating it last I talked to him. What do you guys talk about? Like, is it your standard friendship where you, you talk yeah, about life? We, and We talk of, I ask him how he's doing. And then I, he'll ask me how I'm doing. He'll ask me what I've been up to. And then we'll talk about his, because he drives truck now. And my dad used to be a truck driver. So I can. You, you can do the truck driving lingo and talk about what he's up to. Yeah, and where he's been to and stuff like that. I did forget to ask a question from Facebook about, in general, the the tell-all that you did. Were you anticipating talking about your sex life with Muhammad at all that whole time? Not on national TV, because in the very beginning, when they first cast us for the show, uh-huh. one of the people at Sharp was looking at my Facebook And they had seen I did pure romance parties in the past. And they asked if I wanted to talk about that on TV. And I'm like, no. No, I'm good. (laughs) I would talk that over with Muhammad. Do you want us to talk about this? Because they're asking me if we could talk about this. And he was like, no. So we never talked about it on TV. It's just so weird that like, for the for the evolution of the season, we're at a point where it's like, I don't think we ever saw you guys kiss one time the whole season. And then this this uh, tell-all comes on and all of a sudden it's talking about all these, these sex things, which like yeah. you have to assume you guys had sex. You were married. But like it was just a bizarre kind of flip. Yeah, because 
and his religion, they believe that kind of stuff is to be kept behind closed doors. Private, yeah. So I was like totally shocked when he started talking about And then he's just it. like, who would have sex with you? And I'm like, what a dick. Like, yeah. God. Uh, yeah. Mm, not, not, was not a fan of that tell all. Okay. We're going to do some after the show stuff. Were you at all hurt by any negative comments about your love story? Yes. The first season I was hurt by a lot of the negativity that I was getting. I ended up going to counseling after the first season because of the negativity, the way people were talking about me and stuff. Did you feel like I remember because when I went on TV, I, I was like the villain. And so I got a ton of negative comments and stuff. And I went into like a really dark place and it took a while to get past that. But like, how did you personally get past that? I got past that by going to counseling and talking to a counselor. And then I started making my circle smaller. Mm. So stuff couldn't get out there. And then I started using that block button. It's the best. <laughs> that isn't it? block button, my best friend. <laughs> and then when you, I mean, when you went on the show, you had already seen 90 Day Fiance, but did you anticipate that? from doing this show that you would, as you said earlier in this podcast, like be an international sensation. I never thought that in a million years. I never thought Maya Muhammad's story would get that much attention. I mean, when you talk about like some of the biggest stories, y- y- y'all's is going to be up there always. Yeah. yeah. I-, I would feel secretly kind of proud of that. <laughs> Okay, we have some questions about your your life now. Someone said, it seems like you've been really trying to lose weight. How have you been doing that? Do you have any goals? Anything like that? Yes, I want to get below like in the 100s, like 150 to 200. But with this quarantine, it's it has been really hard. Let me tell you. I mean, that the fridge is just always calling my name right now. So yes. pre-quarantine, maybe you wanted to. And then the gyms are closed. And then the weather here in Ohio is just not cooperating. One day it's snowing. The next day it's warm. Then it's raining. And it's like. Speaking of quarantine, Heather Stanbro said, if she could be quarantined with any other 90 day fiance cast member, who would it be? I would have to say. Or couple maybe or, or whatever. Molly. Okay. Molly's fun. Cause I've, I've met her once in person. And actually, Darcy, too. Oh. She's fun. <laughs> Darcy. I mean, so I was on The Bachelor, right? And, like, we have what's called, like, The Bachelor family. Is there a 90-day fiancé family? Yeah. Everyone, like, supports each other and stuff? Yep, yep. If you watch all the 90-day casts, a lot of them follow each other. Yeah, and they're always commenting, like, Darcy f- comments on your stuff. And you. that's cool. Okay. That probably helps, too, to have a little family. Uh, Okay, Jane Vermeulen said, how is her relationship with her children now that Muhammad is out of their life, and what are your kids up to? My relationship with my kids are very good. Um, And then my kids, my two oldest daughters, they moved out with their significant others. They live a half hour away. They both work. One's a licensed cosmetologist, and she works at Victoria's Secret. Nice. The other one works at a movie theater and she does janitorial work. And then my youngest daughter still lives with me and she's finishing high school. Wow. She has one month left. Wow. 
And then my son, they were living with me, him and his family, but they moved out two weeks ago. Oh. And they live like 15 minutes from me and they just had a baby. I was gonna say, you're you're a grandmother to I didn't know which kid, but wow, awesome. I have five grandkids. Congrats. <laughs> Very cute, baby. Very, very cute. Uh, Jamie Pilgrim said, what was her biggest lesson learned from this entire experience? My biggest lesson was don't let a lot of people intervene in your relationship and don't trust a lot of people and keep your circle small. Very, very small. Be particular about who you're friends with. Was there anything from the show that was left out that she wishes people knew about? I wish they would have showed more happy times Mm -hmm. because there was like, I said, the family get together the day that me and Muhammad got married, me and him even went out to eat at a restaurant together and they didn't show that at all either. (laughs) Someone on the Facebook page. I don't personally remember this of you, but I have to ask, does she still cook a single hot dog in the oven? (laughs) I don't remember this at all. I must've like, did you? Yeah, I have still cook a hot dog in an oven. It makes it look like it's on the grill. It, it gives the burn marks. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down, but I was like, I could be totally off base here. I have no idea. Good yeah, to know. My daughter wanted a hot dog that day and they wanted me to cook something. So that's what I cook. Put it in the oven. Classic. Nope. That's hilarious. Last question. Jenny Bruno. Can she tell us about her new relationship? Right now, I'm not in a relationship. What? Yeah. I swear there was just something on the news that said that you were in a new relationship. No. (laughs) Are you chatting with people? Are you dating? Like, what's the sense? I'm chatting with people, but haven't really gone out on a date. My relationship ended in November. Oh, maybe that's what... Was it someone who didn't live in the U.S.? No, they lived in the U.S. Would you ever date someone again who lives outside the u.s i'm not sure on that one (laughs) i it's a little i would be nervous (laughs) okay well sorry jenny she's not in a relationship so i don't know (laughs) but good question though i appreciate it would you ever date someone like muhammad's age again not that young they need to be closer to my what's your like range your your limit five years difference okay Wow. We just went through a lot of stuff and it was amazing. (laughs) Did I miss anything? I feel like I tried to get everything. Yeah, you got everything. Well, Danielle, please share your, your social media info and anything that you want people to follow you on or know anything like that. Okay. I have a Instagram and that's Danielle Jabelli. Twitter is Danielle Jabelli. And my Facebook is Danielle Mullins Jabelli. Danielle, thank you so much. This was You're this welcome. has been like such a highlight for me. This is amazing. I'm freaking out. <laughs> thank you so so much. And please stay sane during this quarantine. Yes. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, hun. <laughs> <laughs>